Lotus Manifestor podcast, here to unlock the doors of manifestation while moving forward to new beginnings. I am your host, Chelsea Wilson, and I'm so excited that you have decided to join me today. Before we get started, I would like to begin with a few releasing affirmations. So, repeat after me. I release any negative blockages that may disrupt my manifesting journey. I release any feelings of worry, doubt, fear, or anxiety. I restore myself with positive renewing vibrations that allow me to bloom into the best version of myself. I'm open to receive an abundance of peace, love, and opportunity. Happy July, everyone. I'm excited for part two of our Emotional Awareness series. Um, We have a very special guest with us today to dive into a deeper discussion about emotional awareness, emotional intelligence. So everyone give a round of applause for my mother. Yay! (laughs) Okay, before we get into today's topics, let's start with our first segment, which is called Vibrational Awakening. So... So, our vibrational awakening segment for today comes from a post I got off Instagram. Um, I don't know who exactly it belongs to, but it doesn't belong to me, so I'm going to say that. (laughs) And it says, rise up to a point where your mood does not shift based on insignificant actions or someone else. And I'll leave that with you guys today to think about. Rise up to a point where your moods don't shift based on insignificant actions or someone else. All right. So let's get into today's discussion about emotional awareness. As you know, last week we talked about some steps I've taken to become more emotionally aware and some steps and things that you can incorporate into your own understanding of your emotions and the emotions that you go through when you feel positive or you may have negative thoughts or moods that you go through. Just a couple things that you can be aware of as you go through those emotions. So today I wanted to talk to my mom about her experience with emotional awareness and her growth and becoming more emotionally intelligent and aware. So are you excited to get started? I am. All right, let's get into it. First, I wanted to talk about your own personal emotional awareness journey and your experience and how has it been overall? Just give us like an overall understanding of your experience, your journey, and your perspective on emotional awareness. Uh, that's a loaded question. So my experience, just as an um, older woman, um, it has been that, a journey. So it's not something that I knew or was even aware of in my younger years. Honestly, I didn't even know that it was a thing until like my late thirties, um, in, in some of the studying that I was doing in that, you know, it's a a thing that people have researched and defined, developed classes and courses around it. Um, 
that sort of thing. But for me, it was a matter of knowing that I wanted to be in a particular place in my life from where, I, based on where I came from, knowing that I wanted to be in a particular place in my life and just trying to think about what I needed to do to get there. So for instance, one example of me kind of um, learning or discovering the, the need for emotional intelligence is that, you know, as a younger person, I was a hothead. You know, I had a, a temper, you know, a lot of things that, you know, if you said something to me that was, that I thought was out of pocket or off keel, then I would, you know, I would go off the deep edge and kind of tell you about your life and it would just escalate. And at the end of the escalation, whether it ended in a fight or a horrible argument, I would think about, hmm, you know, that, why did that have to happen? Or, oh, I'm not as good of friends with that person anymore. Or if it was with a sibling, because I have two siblings, two sisters, if it was with a sister, I'd say, oh man, that really probably hurt her feelings. And I would think about how could I have handled that situation differently? And so I think those thoughts were the beginning of me becoming emotionally aware of myself and the need to manage my behavior better because not only would it be damaging to relationships with other people, but as I just mentioned, it would be damaging to me and I would feel bad about what I said or did because of letting my emotions get out of control or get out of um, you know hand. And so I would think about, well, what do I need to do, number one, to have a good relationship, for example, with my sisters or to have a good relationship in my neighborhood or community, uh, in the workplace. And it always went back to what can I do to improve the relationship? It wasn't so much about, oh, well, if, if she would just listen or if they would just listen to me or if they would just do what they're supposed to do, it always came back to what can I do? to make the situation better. And I think those are the beginnings of me becoming emotionally aware or emotionally intelligent. Um, and that's kind of how I've, you know, done things or lived my life since then. Um, even today, you know, um, in today's world, like what can I do differently or better to have a better experience? And that's, that's part of making every day a new day. You know, if you have a horrible day, Every, if anyone, you know, those of you that work and, you know, go to school or juggling lifestyles and juggling children and things like that, you know, you could have a very bad day and you'd be like, oh, I do not want to get out of the bed the next day. I'm just going to stay under these covers. I don't want to deal with anybody. But it's a, it's about being emotionally aware. Why do I feel this way? What happened? Um, what can I do not to feel this way? And take it each day as a new day. Say, I'm just going to, you know, if I had a bad day yesterday, I'm going to put on my, um, I'm going to breathe first and foremost, breathe, put on my, um, you know, best attitude, best face, and I'm going to start today anew. So. Okay. Well, that kind of answered my next question about different tips um, that you would give for someone if they're trying to become more emotionally aware and emotionally um, intelligent and grow basically through their journey. So you kind of answered that question as well. Okay. So um, moving on, I wanted to talk about your perspective on mental and emotional blockages because um, I was watching another podcast where I heard um, Big Sean, he talked about like overcoming certain blockages that um, he may have had like in his career, like 
based on his mental health or his emotions. So when it comes to blockages and removing those blockages, because it's not like a straightforward thing that you can do, how would you address that? What is your perspective on removing or healing blockages? Okay. Um, so when, when you say that, I think about um, trauma or traumatic experiences. Um, for instance, um, the loss of a loved one. Um, you know, having a violent encounter, divorce, um, separation from a loved one, you know, having to raise children on your own, those type of things that can be uh, traumatizing and overwhelming. And you're constantly thinking about, or you can constantly think about, oh, how much that hurts you. Um, because believe it or not, pain is addictive and that's physical and emotional pain. Our brains can become, our, our heart and soul can become addictive to that feeling and relive it over and over again, which causes a blockage. So um, overcoming it, again, goes back to stopping in the middle of that thought or that experience and saying, what can I do differently? What can I do better? Um, what can I do to change this? And sometimes the answer to that question is, I need to talk to someone. You know, maybe get a therapist or someone to help you uh, manage or move forward past whatever that experience is that you keep reliving or that's causing a block, that's causing you to stay in that experience. Um, so that's one thing um, or two things. Uh, the other thing is if you make it a, a regular practice, and I just believe this based on my experience, if you make it a regular practice to get up each day and say, and start anew, put on a new face. And regardless of what happened the day before, you're breathing and you're pushing forward. That sort of thing can help you, number one, overcome blockages, but it can also, believe it or not, prevent blockages because you're not waking up every day saying, man, that was a horrible thing to happen yesterday. Or man, I really miss my grandmother. You know, I, and my life is just not going to be the same without her. And maybe think, man, that was a horrible day yesterday, but today it's going to be an even better day. And think about something positive about that day. Um, if it's work-related, for instance. Yeah, yesterday was horrible. Well, today I'm going to go in and I'm going to, you know, I'm going to smile at, at least three people, you know, and I'm going to, I'm going to claim this day as a, a good day. Or if it's related to something a little more traumatizing, like a loss of a loved one. You know, you could say, man, I miss my grandmother, but I, I love those cookies she used to make for me. And not in a sense of, oh, I wish I had those cookies now, but those cookies were wonderful in a sense of counting your blessings or thinking about what you're thankful for. And that, that can be very instrumental in helping you to move forward, not stay in the same space and not um, hold on to things that block you. Mm -hmm. If that makes sense. Yeah. Because I know, like, we've talked about turning things around, like, full circle when you have those moments and, like, maybe, like, making a list of the things that you're thankful for when you feel like everything is crashing down on you. Like, trying to, like, turn around and just say, oh, but these are still things that I'm thankful for. Ten things that I still have to live for, still have to keep moving forward towards. Mm -hmm. So... Yeah, I think that was great. Great advice. <laughs> a great perspective on removing those blockages because I know we all come across different blockages in our life in like different seasons. So, yeah, thank you for that. <laughs>
Um, so I guess we can get into our last segment, the final remarks or leave your mark segment. Okay, so with this segment, I want you to hear it out and then give your perspective on it. That's how we'll close out. So the leave your mark segment reads, your peace is more important than driving yourself crazy, trying to understand why something happened the way it did. Let it go. And I got that off of Instagram by quotes by Christy. <laughs> okay, so you want my insight on that? Yes. Um, I think that quote is about, it, and it actually is very related to being emotionally intelligent. It can be also related to being spiritually grounded um, okay. and having an understanding which what I'm going to say is like this, this understanding is something that you develop over time as you have life experiences. Um, I, I heard a preacher a long time ago say, uh, if you live long enough, you'll understand. So, and it, the, the perspective was every day is going to be a new day and you're going to continue to learn. But if you're spiritually grounded or, um, emotionally intelligent, you begin to have an understanding and, and then it's, it's really becomes really innate and, um, just part of what you know about the world, what you know about your place in the world. And that is, is that everything is connected and we are all part of um, a bigger picture. All of our experiences are a part of a bigger uh, picture. And you'll come to learn that every experience has a purpose. Every experience has a purpose you know, failing a test, there's purpose in that and you have to look for it. Um, losing a job, there's purpose in that experience. Um, losing a loved one, there's purpose not only in the loss of that loved one, maybe even how they were lost as far as like the the, the nature of their, their death or their transition, um, but and also in the life that you lived with them or the time that you spent with them. So understanding that everything has purpose um, and is connected, that's part of uh, your emotional intelligence or emotional awareness journey. I agree. I do agree. Um, I think that is great insight. Um, I appreciate you joining us today and sharing your insight with us with that final segment. Um, I definitely appreciate your wisdom. Now you guys all can see where I, I get it from. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for having me on your show today, Chelsea. I really appreciate that you, you know, wanted to reach reach out and include me on this um, segment. I am very excited about the work that you're doing and all the things that you're going to do in the future and all of the people that you're impacting through sharing your life experience. So keep going. I'm happy. Yay. <laughs> we'll leave you guys be. Um, go out and have a great week. Enjoy your week become more and more emotionally aware, emotionally intelligent throughout the week and take this lesson, what we talked about today, with you as you embark on your week. I look forward to seeing you guys next time. Peace.